What's up, me and my more successful friends, podcast, followers, listeners, people who just like to hear me talk and tell long-winded stories while getting to know the people that I already know so you can get to know how the fuck did you get so successful and what the fuck are we all doing wrong? Enjoy the show. sure uh this is monica salceda well welcome to the show ding okay so we are here we We made it it. (laughs) it's 2022 uh it's been exactly almost a year since my last episode of me and my more successful friends because i've spent a lot of time trying to be more successful than my friends (laughs) and to no avail uh didn't work out still still trying to see um if i learned anything from them um but i did uh finally get someone to come to my house hey that uh you know is in the same situation as me we're we're living out a pandemic in case you guys didn't know and we're losing motivation (laughs) and we're hating life and comedy and everything feels weird but we decided that today would be a new day yes a new day to finally make all of our dreams come true so why not start it (laughs) by having a podcast episode to talk about it exactly this is my friend monica uh monica why introduce yourself hi let me not (laughs) off distance but yeah um hi i'm monica salsetta um i do comedy um right now we'll say it's for fun because Mm -hmm. you know pandemic really threw a wrench and like the speed in which i was starting to do things um but we're getting back on track we're getting right back up there so yeah we're motivating each other yeah only took us three weeks and and one year (laughs) to finally hang out (laughs) i think we've been talking about hanging out out and doing comedy since like we've been instagram friends for a while yeah for a while i would say okay so on the podcast i always have a part where i like to reminisce about how we met each other And, um, so I would say the first time I ever saw you was in a, in someone's backyard Backyard. (laughs) at an open mic. And I was on stage talking about the trials of tribulations of, um, being in a relationship during the pandemic. Um, and I made like an abortion joke and you laughed the hardest (laughs) of anyone there. And I was like, I wasn't sure if I should be terrified of you and like intimidated or if you laughed because like you thought it was a funny joke but I remember I didn't talk to you and I left and I was like oh if I see that girl again I I need to like be her friend and then it took like eight more times of going to this open mic mic and I think I well because it's just like I think we might have been the only two women that were there that night yeah probably which is pretty typical for like the open mic circuit yeah. to be like one of the few sprinkled in there um and it is nice to actually see like you know like you're an attractive woman you um, know and seeing an attractive you. woman that like you can tell puts in the work in her jokes too and has like a well-crafted like joke like actually gets us like 
material. So I was like, yes, girl, you are out here making us look good. <laughs> like, give these boys a run for their money. You know what Aww, I mean? That, you but, just, yeah. like, gave me, like, a little, like, feeling in my tummy of, like, I think I have a girl crush. I don't know. I've never had someone... That's female be that nice to me recently in LA. Bro, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I have girlfriends. Oh, right? I have girlfriends. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But um, yeah, so I think that was that was like the day I saw you, but we didn't become like acquaintances or like in like friends. I think it was the Virgo joke. Yeah. That made me really like I have to finally just like Yeah. You know, like, hey, good 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 shit, you know? Like, yeah, that's how we bonded. We're both Virgos. So you know. um so yeah, so that's cool. I'm glad that like we finally made this happen and that you have like helped motivate me because, you know, the last I so I started this podcast in two thousand eighteen mm-hmm. and I was telling you off off air that uh <laughs> you know i was really going hard for a while i was like super motivated yeah. i like banged out 11 yeah. episodes yeah. in like two weeks which doesn't sound that hard if like all you're doing is comedy and, yeah. and working towards your goals however like at, during that time i had a full-time job yeah. where i was working nine to six every day and then Ugh. i was i was doing i was actually like doing shows yeah and like sometimes hitting a mic before a show and then all of a sudden fast Mm -hmm. forward to like December 2019 when COVID started becoming a thing everything was kind of a big question mark yeah and uh I was like I got you know a little concerning okay so we are here we, we made it. We made it. <laughs> it's 2022. Uh, it's been exactly almost a year since my last episode of Me and My More Successful Friends because I've spent a lot of time trying to be more successful than my friends. <laughs> and to no avail, uh, didn't work out. Still, still trying to see uh, if I learned anything from them um but i did uh finally get someone to come to my house hey. <laughs> that uh you know is in the same situation as me we're we're living out a pandemic in case you guys didn't know and we're losing motivation <laughs> and we're hating life and comedy and everything feels weird but we decided that today would be a new day yes a new day to finally make all of our dreams come true so why not start it <laughs> by having a podcast episode to talk about yeah, it exactly so this is my friend monica uh, monica why don't you introduce yourself hi I, let me not <laughs> off distance but yeah um hi i'm monica salsetta um i do comedy um right now we'll say it's for fun <laughs> because mm-hmm. you know pandemic really threw a wrench in like the speed in which I was starting to do things um but we're getting back on track we're getting right back up there so yeah we're motivating each other yeah only took us three weeks and and one year (laughs) to finally hang out (laughs) I think we've been talking about hanging out out and doing comedy since like been Instagram friends for a while yeah for a while I would say okay so on the podcast I always have a part where I like to reminisce about how we met each other and um so I would say the first time I ever saw you was in a in someone's backyard Backyard. (laughs) at an open mic and I was on stage talking about the trials of tribulations of um being in a relationship during the pandemic 
Um, and I made like an abortion joke and you laughed the hardest <laughs> of anyone there. And I was like, I wasn't sure if I should be terrified of you and like intimidated or if you laughed because like you thought it was a funny joke. But I remember I didn't talk to you and I left and I was like, oh, if I see that girl again, I, I need to like be her friend. And then it took like eight more times of going to you this did. open mic. <laughs> at the mic before and I think I well because it's just like I think we might have been the only two women that were there that night yeah probably which is pretty typical for like the open mic circuit to be like one of the few sprinkled in there um and it is nice to actually see like you know like you're an attractive woman you Um, know and seeing an attractive woman that like you can tell puts in the work in her jokes too and has like a well-crafted like joke like actually gives us like material so i was like yes girl you are out here making us look good like give these boys a run for their money you know oh that you just like gave me like a little like feeling in my tummy of like i think i have a girl crush i don't know i've never had someone that's female be that nice to me recently in la (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding (laughs) i have girlfriends i have girlfriends no i'm joking but um yeah so i think that was that was like the day I saw you, but we didn't become like acquaintances or like in like friends. I think it was the Virgo joke. Yeah. That made me really like, I have to finally just like, yeah. You know, like, hey, good, good, good shit, you know? Like, yeah, that's how we bonded. We're both Virgos. So. You know. Um, so, yeah, so that's cool. I'm glad that like we finally made this happen and that you have like helped to motivate me because, you know, the last. I, so I started this podcast in 2018 and mm-hmm. I was telling you off off air that, uh, <laughs> you know, I was really going hard for a while. I was like super motivated. Yeah. I like banged out 11 yeah. episodes yeah. in like two weeks, which doesn't sound that hard if like all you're doing is comedy and, yeah. and working towards your goals. However, like at, during that time I had a full-time job where I was working nine to six every day. And then I was, I was doing, I was actually like doing shows and like sometimes hitting a mic before a show. And then all of a sudden fast Mm -hmm. forward to like December, 2019 when COVID started becoming a thing, everything was kind of a big question mark. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, I got, you know, a little concerned and then, people were being weird and then finally like 2020 two weeks two weeks before the world shut down dave merhej i don't know if you know who that is he's on rami and like he's pretty well established um comedian from canada Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he was actually an mtv vj so he's like one of the biggest people (laughs) i've had on the podcast uh he came over and we did a two-hour podcast yeah and then we went and played video games nice (laughs) at this like really um like kind of grimy spot in Los Feliz and (laughs) and like we were touching everything and like like had like a gang of like quarters and like tokens in our pockets and then two weeks later I like aired the episode and the world had shut down and and so and that was in 2020 and now uh since then I have done two episodes <laughs> of yeah. the podcast because I, I tried to do it on Zoom. Yeah. It's and just not the same. Yeah. It's like. It's weird. Yeah. Zoom, a little awkward. Like, I did like a table read over the pandemic 
for Zoom where it was just like, you know, just like helping a homie out with like a script or whatever. So it wasn't, you know, like I was just there to like read, but I was just like, this shit is ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's, it's so weird because then people cut out and then if it, it like you completely get kicked off Mm -hmm. and then you're trying to come back into the room and like you're scrolling up like where are we even in the script and so then even just trying to like translate that like over to an interview like interviews are very like personal Mm -hmm. you know like and you want to be able to have that connection with someone and then like yes we do live in an age where it was easier to be in a pandemic because we have technology but also you can't completely just like eradicate human interaction either because it just kind of like it it takes away that like that you know what I mean right like like being personable it's like super awkward like I felt like every time I did something on zoom I was in an AA meeting and a lot of the time I was in an AA meeting (laughs) because I'm sober if you listen to the podcast you know that um but yeah I I did act I had one successful episode Mm -hmm. and it was the first time that I did it um on zoom and it was with gabby conti she's like been a longtime um friend of mine from comedy Mm -hmm. and she's just great because she's on holly liar and she just she's just used to like talking to the camera and talking to herself you know and so she was a pro so after that i had all this confidence i was like oh my god i can totally keep this going and then i tried to do it with another friend who's a comedian in new york and like she was super fun I was weird. Yeah. I was like super yeah. weird the whole time. Like I was in the middle of moving to here, this place yeah. that we're in now. And like all my shit was in boxes and like mm-hmm. I was running late and I was just really like discombobulated. Yeah. And she killed it. But when I listened to the episode back, it was just it was it was like that. It was a lot of like us talking over each other mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. like it Zoom kept cutting out and I and it was embarrassing and I was I told her later, I was like, I don't know if I can air it, but like, I really enjoyed hanging out with you for an hour and a half on (laughs) Zoom in the middle of like the pandemic. But so that's where we're at. So I like people, you gave like a great intro up top, but I would love to hear more about your journey (laughs) (laughs) into comedy and, and, and like basically what happened, um, and what it was like and then how we ended up here. Cause, or I guess at that mic, because just like some, some background on me, I hadn't really been into the mic scene for a hot minute and then COVID happened and and I wasn't like afraid. I wasn't like, oh, I'm like afraid to get COVID or anything like that. That might sound really selfish. Don't come for me, COVID place. But um, (laughs) I just didn't really, I just was sort of like, oh, cool. Like I get a break from stand up to like reinvent myself. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of used that for an excuse way too long. And now it's been um, two years of this shit. But yeah. so like where like when did you start? Like what was like the moment where you were like, I'm going to try comedy? So, OK, it started in college. Um, I did a lot of we kind of talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit um, off screen. Yeah. Like um, but yeah, I started in college um, <clears throat> because I had been in improv groups since since high school and so I was in an improv troupe and then they were doing a comedy show and so they would have auditions for um seven minute sets and the year before I had kind of like okay maybe I'll try a little bit 
And, like, I didn't really, like, sit down and actually think about it. I was just like, oh, and this is a mistake that I feel like a lot of comedians still even try to do, like, um, you think, oh, I'm funny in person. Mm -hmm. So that's going to (laughs) translate to the stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was, like, the first audition. I was like, oh, I'll just tell a funny story, like a story I would tell my friends. It doesn't translate the same. You have to really sit down and, like, structure, like, the jokes. There are people that make it look like it's that easy, mm-hmm. but truth Dave be Chappelle. told. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's not. It's an art. It's a talent. It's, like, it's something you work at. Like, it's literally, like, a craft, you know? Um, well, obviously, you know, but, um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, the first time, I was just like, uh, and I was, like, I can't, like, like, I was a little discouraged. I was like, because I didn't, like, you know, make the cut, but I was still on the, like, improv team or whatever. So, the next year, I was like, you know what? This year, I'm really going to, like, sit down with it and write some actual jokes. Like, I'm going to really get into this, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I was working graveyard shift at a, at a gas station at the time. Oh, wow. I was like 19. Where's this at? What? This was in Yuma, Arizona. Okay. So it's just like the like <laughs> most Southwest you can get before you get to Mexico. Right. Um, and so I was just like, all right, I'm going to like write this while I'm at work. And I was just like, oh, that's funny. And then I'm going to, this is my, you know, callback and blah, blah, you know, like, all right, cool. So I went back and they were actually like, because, you know, it's college. So you already like know each other from the program, theater programs and stuff. And they were like, wow, Monica actually came and like wrote some stuff, you know. And I, like I had done it and that was the first time that I had ever done stand up. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's something I had always been, like, intrigued by. And it's it's weird because I've done theater since I was, like, four. So stage, like, stage fright isn't really a thing, like, mm-hmm. for me. But with comedy, it was, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, there was anxieties there because, like, what, you know, like, it's different because a script is a script. And if it's not funny, you didn't write it. Like, you can try your best to bring the comedy to that or, like, make that, like, you know, make it your own, but there's only so far you can go with that. And at the end of the day, it's like, well, I didn't write it. You know, like, if it doesn't land, if the joke doesn't land that was written, like, I didn't write it. So, you know, Um, but with comedy, like, that's, like, a piece of you that you're, like, putting out there. And you're, like... So it kind of adds that little bit of like anxiety to it. Like, oh my God, are they going to like me? You know? Right. Yeah. The nerves. Yeah. Are they going to like me? Are they going to like my jokes? Are they going to think I'm funny? What if they don't think I'm funny? And what it really came down to for me, and this is kind of like what I like tell myself before I get on stage all the time. I'm a lot more comfortable now, mind you, because yeah. Um, but, um, Yeah. Sorry, my brain just went like, close some tabs. Um. <laughs> I love that. I've never heard anyone say that before. <laughs> you know, I'm like, learning something new. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so it's just, I tell myself every time, like, if they laugh, great. If if they laugh, great. <laughs> Sorry. Talking to I'm, the microphone. It's okay. It's okay. We'll edit this part <laughs> out. <laughs> Um, if they laugh, great. If they don't, you're not going to die. It's not the yeah. end of the world. And really just looking at it at that, like, matter of fact, like, what are you so, like, what are you working up yourself so much for? Yeah. Like, 
sometimes it's not going to connect with the audience because this isn't your audience but there is an audience there for this as long as you continue to like structure your jokes and really put the work in like you're gonna find your audience you know what i mean yeah um because comedy is really like it's subjective you know like it's it, every joke isn't for everybody all the time you and I, know? I think what you said about structure is like the key word there because some you know i've had jokes before that i wrote maybe like three or four years ago and and the premise was there but there were mm. no punchlines, mm -hmm. and then i pulled them out you know in the last maybe year or two and i'm like oh my god that's where the punchline is mm -hmm. or there's three punchlines mm -hmm. in this joke i just at the time i i maybe was just kind of like flying by the seat of my pants i i did a lot of going on stage and I would have like three jokes. I always made sure I had something to open with. Mm -hmm. I had something in the middle and something to end on. But then the then everything else was just whatever I was thinking, which is like sometimes smart because you get something new out of mm -hmm. it. And then a mm -hmm. lot of the times it's not... I'm not a Bill Burr. I'm not a Dave Chappelle. I'm not a Whitney Cummings. Like I can't always just like pull shit out of my ass and be funny. Mm -hmm. But I had that mindset. So yeah. I got really into bombing for a minute and i was like mm. you know what it's okay because if i get one joke out of that maybe i did like five to seven minutes this is early on at least i got one new joke and mm -hmm. and so i wasn't afraid of failing and then i don't know if this happened to you but i got i like got all the fail fears of failing out of my system and then when covid hit and we like couldn't go do anything like in person for a while mm -hmm. the fears came back it mm -hmm. was like mm -hmm. really weird that's why i would go to that mic that we met at mm -hmm. and i was actually terrified to be yeah. in front of all these young ass kids mm -hmm. and i'm just like oh my mm -hmm. god i've been doing this for so long but like now i feel like i'm starting over and you mm -hmm. and i had talked about that yeah. the other day yeah. about like starting over and and like not making the pandemic an excuse but at the same time like how do you feel it's changed the way you do comedy so um i had a large break in like doing comedy like previously so i did it in college and then just didn't do it for a long time i did it like maybe like four years ago um i would do like the l Cid like mixed mic or oh, okay. like yeah cool. mixed arts mic and stuff and that's when i started to kind of like dip my toe in honestly um like, shout out to my boyfriend because I met him because I found his uh, clip on The Laugh Factory. And oh, like, cool. Yeah, that's how we, like, <laughs> met and stuff. Yeah. Wait, really? You, like, hit yeah. on him online? Girl, I am a 21st century woman. <laughs> I slid into his DMs. I said, mm, his voice. He loves God. <laughs> I was like, his arms, you know, like, maybe we go on a date. Maybe it works. And maybe I get a good friend out of it instead. Yeah. Like, maybe it doesn't, and maybe he just kind of shows me the ropes, you know? Because, like, that's kind of where I was at, like, in comedy. And I got, like, all of the above, like, Wow. You know, and that was like, during the pandemic? It was literally, like, a year before the pandemic. Oh, like, wow, So we okay. had, like, some time. Like, it was March yeah. of 2019. Okay. When we, like, had gone on, like, our first date Aww. and everything. Um, but he kind of, like, I would start going to mics with him. And he's, like, he 
is almost to the point where like oh god he's gonna hate that i say this <laughs> right now but he's almost to the there point were only where three like, people watch this <laughs> i like three fans <laughs> well don't tell him any three of you <laughs> um but yeah no so he's like almost to the point where it's almost where it's just like autistic like how much he's like into this you mm-hmm. know like very just like um, formatted and has to hit like mics before a show you know yeah. like has to whether he does well or not at the mics which usually honestly he's to the point where it just comes like it seems seamless you yeah know? um but yeah so it was it was the push that I needed and he's like you need to get in there you need to like get the work and like right before the pandemic I had just started getting back into going to open mics wow. now mind you like I would tell him, I was like, I know these are things that I need to do. And maybe you could, like, relate to this as well. I feel like it might, like, I hate being a female in the open mic. Yeah. It makes it so, and that's where I just, like, I feel like so many, like, women just kind of, if they have the opportunity to skip that part of it, they will. Yeah. Because it's such a shitty environment, like, to just... Sorry, can we cut? Oh, okay. I say the F word. I've said the <laughs> okay. C word. I was like, I feel like every time I say, I'm like, oh, God. Sorry. Watch no, your, it's fine. Watch your mouth. No worries. Um, no, but um, it just got to a point. Like, I didn't like doing that part of it. Yeah. Because it just, even, there's places where even if you are, like, you actually have better material than everybody it's not well received because you have a vagina. Yeah, people won't let jokes land. I I very much can relate to that because I don't I don't like mics. And I after six years of doing comedy, I was like, I was getting some opportunities mm-hmm. and I was really putting myself out there. Like I would go to, uh, I would try to get on potluck at the comedy store. I feel like any any mic that's at a comedy club for me. I always put that sort of like one notch above just like an open mic at like a bar or like a venue. And not to sound like snooty because, you know, I'm still here doing this podcast. So clearly (laughs) I'm on a path. But um, I just got to a place where I was like, I don't know if I need a mic. Right. And that's just my preference. However, when comedy stopped for a while and literally everything was shut down, Mm -hmm. I didn't really know what else to do except go to a mic and try to meet new people Mm -hmm. and and then when all the clubs started opening back up and people started doing all these outdoor shows i really like tried to throw myself in the mix and um i got the opportunity to do supernova which i don't know if you've heard it but yeah it's show in hollywood yeah. yeah so that was like an opportunity right when like we were already a year into this thing i got yeah. that opportunity and like it's one of like the best shows in town still yeah a year later and then um i got a couple spots at the haha which was like kind of full circle because that's where i started yeah. like i started going to that open mic every day and and that was when i really was like okay i have to go to an open mic every day i don't know mm-hmm. how to do comedy and mm-hmm. i like, taught myself but now if i do do a mic it's more because Maybe I don't have a, a show that week, which sucks because I would like to have four or five shows a week. Yeah, I would really yeah. like to just be out there. Um, I'm just again, like I just chose a different path. You know, once I hit my 30s, I was like, 
I really want this, but I also don't want to live in my car. And we talked a lot about that. (laughs) Yeah. So I I don't think that like I'm, I'm better than open mics, but I resonate with you in the sense that there's a lot of times that I'm going to go, you know what? I'm just going to go hit up so-and-so and and see if I can get a spot on their show Mm -hmm. before I'm going to just like go hit a mic now. And, but you know, a lot of great things have come out of getting back into the mic scene for me as I made friends with you. I've met a couple other women that, um, like we kind of hold each other accountable over the last year. But yeah, it, it, it does suck that the stereotype is true that people, a lot of the times, and this could go for dudes too. I've seen dudes dog other dudes at mics where someone's funny. Yeah. And you're just like, just because yeah. he's not in, like, come on. It's a very, um, it's just, it's very shark infested, infested waters yeah. type vibe, honestly. It's like, and I was talking to another comedian, male comedian, and he was just kind of talking about how, like, because he's starting to get into it, and he was talking about how, like, it's so clicky, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I feel like, you know, like, it's sometimes it's just, like, people fuck with you, but not really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's, like, I just feel like I can't, you know, like, no one's let me into their clique. Yeah. And that is, like, a thing. And I don't know, like, I've just been, like, this whole thing has kind of, like, you know, like, bringing it back around, like, to um, just even the original question about, like, how the pandemic affected it. I feel like it you know for lack of a better term like it just pulled the rug out from underneath everybody Mm -hmm. and now we're all like the same level like I remember like I had done a show uh it was like the Santa Monica Broadway like comedy Mm -hmm. they're starting like a club out here oh cool Yeah, yeah um but it was just like a little like Friday night show now mind you the audience um that was there was mostly the comedians that were on the show and yeah me and the other comedian were the only people who brought other people right like promoted yeah and so it's like there's this guy on the show and he goes on after me and just pretty much talks shit about my entire set Wow. And was like, oh, she just came up here. Because, like, I have a set where I'm talking about, like, because I just, we talked about this off screen, but, like, I just recently lost my stepmom to COVID. Yeah. And so, basically, like, I have a whole set just basically about how my dad's dealing with it. And, Mm -hmm. like, it's not well. And we're like, you know. And so he's like, oh, you just can't, she just came up here and did a whole, like, you know, talking about her fucked up Brady Ban- Branch, or Jeez. Brady Bunch family and blah, blah, blah. And like, doesn't, and it's just like, my boyfriend's like getting aggravated and is like yeah. ready to, he's like, where's your material? Exactly. Like, where's your joke? And it's just yeah. like, for me, it's just like, okay, you can talk shit all you want. And I'm sorry about your life and that you weren't allowed the opportunities that you felt like you deserved. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, how they brought him up like oh he wrote for cat williams and blah 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 you know like always like so he yeah thinks, it's like you think he can just talk shit yeah and yeah. it's just like you feel like you're somewhere but the truth is you're still sharing the stage with me mm-hmm. like and that's like what really it is is just like you need to do some reflecting like i'm not the problem here yeah like i'm sorry you feel like you deserve better but it's just like and then just told a bunch of like out of touch like super like 
like borderline racist fucking Jeez. jokes where you're just like okay you can write shit like this for cat williams but you as a white jewish man can't say this oh we, you know what i mean man come on yeah and like yeah. was expecting everyone to be with him after he just had like a super like ugly attitude attitude towards like i don't know i just feel like Everyone and a lot of people will complain about the scene, but mm-hmm. will continue to participate in being right. part of the problem. Yeah, and it's just like females always want to talk about the sh- shit that we're talking about, but then mm-hmm. it's just like they're so unwelcoming right. when we go. And women in comedy are actually sometimes even meaner than the dudes in comedy. Yeah, I think it's because it, it is unfortunately, and and I wish it were different, but it is an industry where it is every man for themselves and like. I, I've gone through phases where, you know, I, I started doing this when I was like 25, 26. Mm-hmm. And I've stayed in it the whole way through, taking like a few breaks here and there. But I had to change the way I felt about myself so I could also change the way I felt about other people that maybe seemed like competition. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember like a few years in, like maybe like year three, I was having a lot of like feelings of, I guess we'll just be honest and say jealousy mm-hmm. um, based on like my female peers and and going to shows and getting on like good shows. Like when, when comedy was like, when you could go to the comedy store and hang out and like meet your favorite mm-hmm. comedian and watch them in the back of the OR and then go upstairs to the belly yeah. room and like do jokes, you know, because they, they did a lot of like, you know, mics and just storytelling shows and yeah. things like that. That was like the comedy store, at least for me and, and mm-hmm. my journey, like my like the prime of growth, because yeah. that was like 2014 to 2017 when, you know, it was probably how I molded how I am now. And and I just remember having feelings of and this was before I was sober. So I was very like going out and like wanting to be around everyone and drinking and like partying and like what are we gonna do after the show or what are we gonna do after the comedy store and I would get really jealous and then I had to like go home and sit with that and be like why am I jealous of so-and-so oh because they're putting in the work and Mm -hmm. and so like that lit a fire under my ass for a while and then I ended up like fast forwarding a few years later I I got sober and uh my story in sobriety is like not in not super crazy i was more like secret with my like issues with drinking and like my relationship to like partying um very functional however yeah i I wasn't happy and uh, and so when i got sober it was another feeling of like oh i have to start over and then i all these opportunities started coming my Mm -hmm. way and so I could see like other people kind of being like, well, how'd you get that show or, or how'd you, how'd you get that gig in Vegas? And it's just like what I took from all of this being the jealous person and then realizing I need to do the work to doing the work to now is that a lot of it is about yes, hard work, but also chance being Mm -hmm. in the right place at the Mm -hmm. right time, surrounding Mm -hmm. yourself with the people that have what you want Mm -hmm. and instead of being against them and I had to like really like like delve deep to get to that yeah. place where yeah. I'm not maybe like if we're going to, you know, a comedy show and we're both trying to get the last spot, maybe yeah. they have like five minutes left on the, yeah. on the show. Then like, yeah, we're in competition. Like it's going to be up to like the host or the booker to be like, who do I 
know or who do I like better? I don't know. It, that yeah. may be then, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, you know what? If you're in competition with anyone, it's like yourself mm-hmm. yesterday and yourself tomorrow. And then, yeah, that person that works harder. Mm-hmm. Because I I get lazy. Like, we've talked a lot about yeah. this. Like, when I'm feeling down, it's because, oh, because I decided I wasn't going to go you know show up to that show and support and like meet the booker or I didn't want to like you know do some reel and like edit it I don't know just like bullshit like that like I'm the one holding myself back it's not the pandemic it's not my nine to five job because I want to like have nice things you know what I mean so that I kind of went on a rant no girl that's the point yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like that's you know full circle it's about holding yourself accountable and then not letting anyone affect you which is so hard because i i've got like i don't want to go to mics but i sometimes have to Mm -hmm. just like suck it up because maybe maybe that joke that i think is gonna like make my whole set from like a show maybe it sucks and like maybe i need to go like just talking to a microphone i don't know so i go yeah. back and forth but yeah um so like at, let's kind of take things away from the pandemic because this is just our life now but I'm dead, right? <laughs> um no because i was gonna i was gonna uh tag on to that what was i gonna say oh my god close tabs um <laughs> that's a little icon close tabs. yeah um no, but uh, I feel you about keeping yourself, like, accountable. Like, what people don't realize is it's, like, surface level, a lot of people think it's just going and getting up on stage. Yeah. And it's not always that. Like, especially if you are, like, looking for management or, you know, mm-hmm. like, a, an agent or just, you know, like, you want to audition for XYZ, like, that you have to, the, oh, and... And I know this, like, because, like, my boyfriend is at a different stage in comedy than I am. Um, and even, you know, pin in that, I have something else to say about that. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, you know, like, he's always getting, like, oh, we need a video with it, the camera to the, like, wide frame. Or mm-hmm. we need, you know, like, oh, do you act? And, like, he doesn't want to do any of that, mm-hmm. you know? Like, he just wants to go do, like, comedy. But, like, yeah. the truth is, like, to get the opportunities. And me and him have this conversation a lot where it's just, like, it comes down to, like, yes, he, like, I feel like we kind of, like, balance each other. I'm the type of person where I'm, like, okay, like, I've been pushing him into, like, hanging out with people more because he's so, like, introverted, Mm -hmm. so introverted. And I'm like, yes, but, like, you still need to, like, it's, you still need to meet people. And he looks at it sometimes where it's just like, yeah, but I'm not going to, like, kiss nobody's ass. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want people to feel like I'm using them. I was like, but that's why you, like, it's not, like, if you find a good person and, like, they can help you as well and you guys it's mutually beneficial right that friendship you know like it's not like i do think there is like a line there like you're not using someone if you're trying to like genuinely be their friend like get to know these people and find mm-hmm. out who what circles you want to be in right like you were saying like you know find the people that like oh these people have attained the things that i want I need to know, like, how, yeah. you know, like, 
that intrigues me like I want to know your process I want to be your friend because like not so much like I idolize you but like I just like you know you interest me and you seem like someone that I can hang out with right and like learn from exactly yeah and learning from someone that you said it just right learning from someone and using them are not the same thing. no it's like yeah yeah unless you're hitting them up all the time only you know to see what they're doing and tag along with them Mm -hmm. I think I think it's more about you know like I have a few friends who headline clubs and Mm -hmm. um I always ask them all the time I'm like how how do you like how do you get to that point because like I you know I've been doing comedy you know going on technically nine years I I don't really count the pandemics like I keep pushing it back to like seven and a half but yeah um I'm always like well now I can talk for 25 minutes Mm -hmm. And I have gotten to a place where I, for me, the way I compartmentalize the jokes in my head is like, I'll do like, you know, five minutes up top and then I have 10 minutes and Mm -hmm. then I have another 10 minutes and they all flow together. Mm -hmm. Um, Now getting to get those spots where you're basically, that's like kind of like headlining a show where there's like six people on it. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Those are few and far between right now. Um, But I, I think, I'm capable, you know, I do believe in myself and I have a lot to say. However, for me, I'm in that comfortable spot where it's like, oh, Lord, you want to do my spot and do 15 minutes? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. 15 is like perfect because then I'm not running the light. I can get like my set out. And, you know, my one friend, she's like always on the road. She's Mm -hmm. constantly like headlining. Sometimes she has to do an hour a night and I'm like, whoa like an hour I'm still in a headspace of that's two 25 minute sets like how am I going to tighten my material up you know but I I think that I lost my train of thought and I don't know why I brought any of that up but (laughs) but like I just I think with comedy my relationship to it and and hard work and and trying to aim for that is that I, I have to stop comparing myself to others. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I have one friend who she was like on TV and she did yeah, yeah. commercials and she was like in theater as a little kid and traveled and was mm-hmm. like in a troupe. And, and then she's only been doing stand up for like maybe two years less than me and she's yeah. headlining. And then I have another friend who, you know, they've been doing it 15 years and like that's why they're killing it because they started like, yeah, Yeah. way, way back before social media was this thing where, oh, you have 10,000 followers. Yeah, let me put you on. Yeah. And it's just like, and they come with mediocre material because they know that they can. Exactly. Or they don't actually have like real 10,000 followers. They bought them. And I'm sorry, I'm fine with my 1,622 real. Right there too. I got like real followers. followers. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't care, but maybe that's the problem. Like maybe yeah. I need to care because I've started submitting myself, like trying to, you know, get representation and it's always like, Oh, what's your social media look mm-hmm. like? And yeah, I could like inflate it, but it's hard for me to not be authentic and and I used to obs- I don't know if you're like this but or wherever, but I used to obsess. I would post something and if I didn't get at least a hundred likes, I was just like, oh my God, like I'm unpopular. I feel like how I felt in high school in ninth grade when I had to get braces and like, you know, like just stupid shit like that. Like the, the inner child in me is like, oh my God, even at your age, 
30 something. We won't talk about my age anymore. I used to be really proud of it. But now I'm like, mm, I'm 28 Girl. on TV. Uh, Always. Yeah. Proud of it. I'm like, I'm yeah. 32. I'll be 33 this year. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, wrinkles. She has you. no wrinkles, by the uh, way. And um, we do have good lighting going at the do. moment. We but, do. you know, yeah. I so I, I kind of just, um, I, I don't know. I, I had to stop caring. There had to come a time when I had to put the phone down and like Mm -hmm. I had to stop obsessing because it wasn't good for my mental health. It wasn't like something that was actually helping me do better in comedy. Like people weren't like, oh, you got like 800 likes on that selfie of you in a bikini. Like no one gives a shit. Like and I'm no disrespect to anyone that like aims for that. Like that's cool. That's great for you it's just for me but if it's something that like is toxic for you then like yeah yeah Yeah, it was like i was like checking like oh did this booker for this comedy show like look at my story or yeah um you know and this was like obviously way more so when i was single like i cared a lot Mm -hmm. more and now that i'm Mm -hmm. in a relationship and i think it does change that yeah i was gonna say yeah before i was like you i mean and I think that's just like what's that that trend the female the female urge to check and see if like yeah someone you know, so looked yeah ask people that you've either fucked or like yeah Mary killed no I'm just right yeah um, but <laughs> joke we're joking <laughs> we're joking we're in case joking. our cell phones are listening <laughs> right no yeah. but like to see if these people were like watching you yeah and it's weird because like honestly like I get this. You do get, and if we're being, like, if we're all just being completely honest with ourselves, you do get that weird sense of satisfaction. Yeah. Like, you see a certain, like, oh, yeah, so-and-so's still watching me. Yeah. I have this, like, this dude that I dated in my early, like, probably, like, yeah, a decade ago. Mm. Wow. I, like, it feels (laughs) weird to say that. Yeah. Like, a decade ago. Yeah. We're at that point. Right? (laughs) But his baby mama... Ooh. looks at my stories like on She's both curious like, yeah and i'm just like girl for what maybe she likes your comedy but, you know, <laughs> bro and I was like i don't like maybe she's just like wait and she was super like crazy when me and him were dating mm. so it's just like a whole thing she like, hasn't let it go yeah. she's maybe now she's like at She's come to terms, but she still wants to know what you're up to because right. in case you get famous, like she's like right. got to like, keep you like right, right. there. It's like, yeah. oh, we dated the same guy. Yeah. Just like who? Like the credit. I right. The who credit. Even date him? No. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, it was just for fun. Right. Um, friends with benefits. But yeah. yeah. Like you do definitely. It, it's social media can either be like a really good tool, but if you're not careful it can be detrimental to your mental health. Oh, yeah. I've gone down the rabbit hole, like single, not single, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know. I don't know if like maybe I'm getting healthier because I'm, I've been in therapy over like the last year and uh, thank you. They can't hear (laughs) it. Yeah, she's clapping clapping for me for those who are just listening. Um, (laughs) My three friends uh, and fans. Uh, But yeah, I... I don't know. I just kind of like stopped one day. It was weird. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like this conscious thing like, oh, I'm going to try not to look or I'm going to try not to care. Like I obviously will post something and like I do like see like, oh, I wonder who like saw it or whatever. And then I kind of just like put it away. But I used to be crazy about it. Like when I was and I hate that it's like mostly because it was when I was single Mm because I don't know if it was just like I 
I am a lot more secure now and like mm-hmm. love myself more now. And it mm-hmm. came with a lot of work, not just because I have a boyfriend and he says, yeah. I love you and he leaves yeah. the house, yeah. you guys. But, um, I've done, the, you know, I've done the work. That's the theme yeah. of the podcast. That's going to be the, the episode we've title. Done the we've done the work, but <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't give a shit. And then like my friends will call me and they'll be like, Oh, um so and so and these are like people who are like wildly successful and mm-hmm. like they're doing shit and like in comedy and outside of comedy and like and en- just entertainment and they're like oh so and so stopped watching my story and i'm and i have this moment where i want to be like bitch who cares like yeah. put your phone down like, don't worry yeah like life, that doesn't like- mean anything like just because so also, like, by the way, now, if I watch your story or anyone's story, <laughs> most of the time I'm not, not watching attention. I'm and your scrolling. phone is just yeah. Sometimes, oh, my God. Your phone's just that. open. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, so, oh, shit. People think I'm watching their yeah. story. If we were really a fly on the wall of these people that we think are always watching or not watching, like, mm-hmm. we probably would be pleasantly surprised well, we would either be crushed or, or really yeah, happy. Say, like, oh, they just like, yeah, they're not they stalking even us. Yeah. They were just. Yeah. But what's that saying of like, um, it's only sexual harassment if they're not attractive? attractive. Like, yeah. it's the same thing. Like, you would only care if it was like someone you like want. In, yeah. Right. And then or or, or they're just, a stalker if they don't follow you and they're watching, which yeah. I look at a lot of people's stories. I'm not following. I just want to. Maybe like you posted something and it showed up on my popular page and I want to see what you're up to. I'm not being a creep. I just don't care enough to see your shit every day. I just want to see it once in a while. Yeah. And like I'm not going to take the extra step to like mute you. Yeah. And there's a lot of people too that I feel like I go through these phases where I'm like, all right, it's time for an unfollow because my feed is just a bunch of shit I don't fucking care about. Right. And And I'm like, love you, but you're obnoxious online yeah it's just like people like it's just like i too much you know myspace was a simpler time it really was like you could just post stuff on your bulletin really where in person yeah i saw him he's a bazillionaire now bro i saw tom in tatsu and he literally looked exactly the same was wearing pretty much like i googled what does tom from myspace look like oh my god and Cause like Creepy. me and like my coworker forgot about like, him, bro. Right? You just <laughs> and you think about it and just like Tom just was Tom literally made a whole platform just so that he could be everybody's friend. Yeah, because he was all of our top. I left him on my top ten for like the longest. I think time I did too. He was just like I didn't know how to take him off. <laughs> I was but, like, yeah. I don't know how to, how this app works, but that's really funny that you saw Bro, him. he had the same jacket and the same fucking hat that he had in the picture I Googled He probably him wanted to be noticed. Right? He, like, wants people to and recognize was, like, him. The homie was like, I think that's Tom from MySpace. I'm like, shut <laughs> up. You're stupid. Like, I thought he yeah. was just saying, like, you know, yeah, like, making a joke. Yeah, stupid. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow. my God, that is Tom from <laughs> so weird i wonder like how he's living right i wanted to go have a real conversation yeah he looked like he was just there to just like get his like noodles and dip um that's so funny but yeah no social media it's just it's it's such a weird yeah i was like it's such a weird thing because like i have a younger cousin too and tick i feel like and i was gonna ask this is what i wanted to ask you yeah you said that you just like stopped yeah overnight i just um, like woke up one day mm-hmm. and like became uninterested and sorry it's like 
oh it did yeah it did start getting spicy and Um, yeah norm is over here yeah normie's taking a nap he's our sidekick um yeah i don't i don't know like i slowly even right before i started dating my boyfriend taylor um I did start, I did like stop looking as much and then mm-hmm. I would only pay attention to whether he watched my story. Like even though we were I already like just in a relationship. When, around like what time? Like yeah. do you think it had like anything to do with age? Because I feel like I started to be the same and maybe I just became less and less like self-absorbed. Maybe? Yeah, maybe probably a little a less of that. Like, like narcissistic. Like yeah. I got to a point I think where even just like my clothing, like we were talking about this yeah. earlier where I'm just like sweatpants all day for me yeah it's just like I prefer to be comfy over like cute like I'm at the age where I'm like comfort like that young girl shit y'all can have it I wear sneakers I buy expensive (laughs) sneakers now so that it's just like okay at least my shoes are still nice but I can walk around and feel comfortable like i don't want my toes to be throwing up gang signs yeah (laughs) oh my god that's so funny yeah i think i i think that was the same for me like i i really it it was an it was like a coming of age thing and then getting comfortable in my skin Mm -hmm. which for me like i was kind of like a late bloomer i guess that sounds so nerdy but but i just started like the last few years like being like oh like this is what i look like and this is Mm -hmm my style and or lack thereof and like that's how it's gonna go yeah and and like but yeah with social media with caring with like what i wear every day it there is like that element of i want to look good Mm -hmm. but also yeah like i would never go out in sweatpants and now like i will Mm go everywhere in sweatpants i would go to work if i could if there wasn't a dress code yeah it's like painful for me to have to put on work clothes every day and, like, we're still pretty, like, cash at my mm-hmm. job, but, like, I kind of, like, have a position where I have to be um, looking, like, clean and put together. Yeah, and, yeah. and, like, it's nice, but at the same time, it's exhausting because I hate having to, like, do my hair every day. And I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. just, I'm just I in mean, a girl. place, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you're, like, effortless. Like, it take me an hour to do this. And, like, <sighs> that was because if I don't, like, I my hair I look like I stuck my finger in a light socket but I'm um, so good I think honestly I just got to a point too where I'm like this is like I put a little bit of product in it and was like well this is what we look like so this is what we look like and it's confidence you know yeah. it's like having yeah. confidence because if you're confident yeah. that makes you shine and like I don't know I, I feel like a little bit of like a lot of confidence and a little bit of effort goes a long, Bro, long way. Yes. Like my yes. boyfriend always gets on me about because I get like my nails done and I get mm-hmm. like my hair done and then that's and then and like my eyebrows and then that's it, right? Everything else, like I'm not good at being a girl. Like I don't yeah. know how to put fake eyelashes on. I I'm like so yeah. I like get pedicures, but like if I had like the same like gel pedicure on for a minute, I'm like whatever. Like I I don't. There's certain things I don't care at all. And then like the hair though, the hair has to like always be done yeah. because it's just it's become my thing. But like I am a slave to it and he sees that so he gives me so much shit and like i will spend thousands of dollars if it means that i can i can like look effortless but like have good hair and so you know 
I'm like right now writing a lot of jokes about how hard it is to be a hot girl. And I don't even think I've achieved like hot girl status. I just am trying to do hot girl things. I, yeah, you know I what I mean? You. Like, I no, but like, so I know you are a hot girl. Like, well, you claim it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm just like, I still am like the 10 year old in elementary school who had like bad bangs and like like crooked teeth. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I had the longest (laughs) awkward face from second grade all the way to my junior year in high school. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So it was just like where people were like, oh, Uh you're ugly. I got the fat jokes because I've always been like thick. I've always been like bottom heavy. And that wasn't, that wasn't cute when we were like, younger yeah. you know so i was like the fat cheerleader oh you know I mean? no so like, see the no, kardashians a, they did yeah. one good thing for the world and that was that you can have a booty right yeah. it's like I, I feel like it started with j-lo like that's, that's when true. Bo- that's J-Lo. when that's she when brought ass, the butts you know yeah that's when ass started to be early a thing. 2000s and then beyonce kind of like was like yeah. yeah this is and then it's then we got Nicki minaj true true who but kind of like and then kim kardashian was just like you know what all of us are getting our yeah. ass done now. But they, yeah. You know? But see, like, we're all, like, natural. Yeah. So you can, yeah. like, pride yourself that yeah. you didn't have to pay for it. And if exactly. people want to pay for it, you can. Yeah. I'm not judging. Just, you know, make sure you get a good doctor because you don't want to look like you have a diaper. Well, on. also, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that Red Table Talk where they were saying how dangerous it is and people are, like, dying really? from BBLs because they're going to, like, the Dominican Republic oh, and, like, shit. like, Mexico and places like that where it's just like botched surgeries oh my god because it's cheaper yeah they don't want to spend all the money and it just that brings it full circle back to social media where it just becomes a dangerous thing where Mm -hmm. it's just like everyone like oh you have to have this body to be desired yeah Yeah, like this is the this is the beauty standard yeah you don't look like this then it's just like you're no one's looking your way and i think we just need to get to a point like where we just decide like let's like ourselves a little more and and also like you can put in effort like i put in a lot of effort to look like i don't put in effort (laughs) (laughs) like it takes me an hour to look like i barely did anything but you know i think yeah it just comes back i hate I hate, I hate the cliche of self-love, like, oh, everyone has to have self-love, but, mm-hmm. like, not in that cheesy way of, like, just love yourself and, like, whatever, yeah, like, fuck yeah. everyone. Yeah. More of, like, no, legit, like, have boundaries. Yeah. Like, you know, figure out what, you know, what makes you feel good, mm-hmm, whether it's mm-hmm. getting your hair done or, like, putting sweatpants on, whatever. Like, find out what makes you feel good and then, like, run with that rather than, dude, I'll like just to end on that topic that you brought up. I am a sucker right now for these Instagram ads. Like I have bought everything. <laughs> like I bought the uh, what is it that I am makeup like that oh, one? The yes, I bought that shit. Wearing it right now. Like I got the like Russian hair extensions oh from like gosh. probably like cadavers. I got a ponytail. Like, a yeah, I have, <laughs> I have a ponytail too. I have a ponytail. Yes, I have that. I bought the, like, um, Christy Brinkley, like, waddle remover, like, the gel that, like, makes it so you don't have, like, really? a lot, wa- like, jowls. Like, I bought that. It fucking works, man. Does it? Like, it works. And giving blowjobs, but, like, I'm going to say it was I'm the so gel. Bad. Like, it was the gel, but, like, a little bit also, like, being okay with giving blowjobs. And then, I hope my mom doesn't ever listen to this. Um, <laughs> And then I also bought the cream, the booty cream, like, for the cellulite. Does like, it dude. Work? I think so. I mean, like, I feel it getting, like, hot. And, like, I 
I, I feel but a little smoother. But are you also working out and stuff? I mean, yeah, I work out like four days a week. But, yeah, so but like, like I'm, I've always like cellulite in this area yeah, is like too, yeah. it's hereditary. So like yeah. I'm going to get it no matter what. But Same. but I will. Moral of that story is um, that shit is working. Those ads are working. Instagram, good on you. I've spent thousands of dollars. Bro, they get you. They get <laughs> they you. Get you. The, they whoever like, you. yeah, they like they tapped know. in. Oh, so. my God. Yeah. All right. I bought like stupid stuff too, like plushies. And, yeah, like, but that's because like my nerd side, like it, mm-hmm. they know they know what because they're listening to yes. you. We're all being stalked. Um, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, but it's, it's just up. like you know, like if you need, like just start having conversations about stuff you need, and then you yeah. won't even have to look for it. Yeah, like, they just bring it to I you. I need um five billion dollars right. <laughs> how to be a billionaire yeah. and they're satan to sell you hello <laughs> satan i will sell you my soul five billion dollars but also put me in the cool part of hell um sorry to anyone that doesn't like satan i'm just this is just a joke don't like, <laughs> don't come at me um but so we're at we're at the time at where time, we've yes. like been chatting and we actually have a party to go to we do. Okay, and we might have to go try to yeah do. we gotta go get dressed but um this has been a lot of fun yeah, monica i'm, I'm glad so we like weekend. finally hung out yeah. and uh thanks for sharing your truth and mm-hmm. your feelings on thanks. comedy thanks um me. yeah wow. and i think my dog is in love with you um but just so you know i'm also very jealous so you can't take him home uh but yeah why don't you share your social so people can find you um, okay, and learn so more about you it's uh m zero two d a so it's mo tada like on <laughs> moesha um but yeah so Cute. that's my social media that's my instagram um I think my Twitter got hacked. So oh, it's I don't okay. Really do people really right do yeah, Twitter? I like, I, I deleted it a long time ago. Yeah, I deleted Sorry if I'm doing back. something wrong. Someone tell me. <laughs> I know. I was like, I deleted it and then came back and yeah. then someone hacked it and I just haven't had the energy. I'm yeah, like, whatever. whatever. It's yours. Instagram. You it. TikTok's all the new rage with the young kids. Yeah. I only went back because it was my longest running relationship. Oh, wow. Me and Twitter. Yeah. I yeah. together for like. I get that. Yeah, me, that's me with Instagram. I've been very active on the Insta since 2011. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, me. Yeah. 2012, I think, was my hey. first post. Yeah. It was just iPhones, right? Yeah, mine was yeah. like, I, I wanted to test it. I was like, this is a dumbass app. And I took a picture of the inside of my refrigerator, and I've left it up ever since. Mine was a Hulk, <laughs> a stretchy Hulk. Oh, my Like gosh. a stretch Armstrong like yeah. Hulk. Yeah. That was when, like, the filters mattered, and you were supposed yes. to take pictures of cool shit not just, not just yourself, yourself. Um, yes. <laughs> all right yes. well all right guys well thanks for if you made it this far into the 55 minute episode with mo um thank you so much and also you can find us on spotify apple um and anywhere that podcasts can be heard until next time hopefully it won't be another year thanks bye <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. Still recording. Okay, stop.